Christine, missionary Christine. She should be here someplace. Christine Little, where am I missing you? Right there. Come on up here. Um, if you were with us in our event for, for Africa, you, you, you've met this woman here. I'm going to put you up a chair if that's okay. If you want it, you can use it. Um, and she is a missionary in Africa. And we're so thankful she was able to come with us today. She's going to share a little bit about what she does in Africa. If anybody here, as you're being moved, see, here's what we got to do. When we're being moved for Jesus, we just follow him. And some of you today will be moved to be a support to her as she goes back. And she really lives by the support of the church. And so if any of you, after she shares, feel something going on in your heart, you want to make sure you contact with her. Make contact with her. She's going to be back here in the back. Make sure you get with her and be a support, not only prayer, but also in a financial way. Sow seed in God's kingdom. But thank you, Christine, for being with us today. And you can share whatever you like today about what you do, okay? as we say in Zambia. It's such a privilege to be with you. I've had a great time with your family yesterday. The joy and the energy I find in this place is amazing. You guys have something very special here, and don't take that for granted, amen? Amen. God is doing some wonderful things, and his light is shining through each and every one of you, and I count it a great privilege to be here and be able to worship with you this morning. Just a little bit about my background so you know who's this girl talking to you. <laughs> um, I grew up um, in Columbus, Ohio, and I'm one of those beauty from ashes stories, one of the millions of stories that Jesus has transformed. Uh, I came out of a broken home, abusive environment, um, was crushed, uh, had no confidence in myself and who I was, but fortunately I had a mother who was faithful to keep me in church and I soon learned who my Savior was at age nine, but most importantly, I learned who my father was. I had a stepfather who said I would never amount to anything in life, but God said, I have plans for you. You see, there was a woman when I was 15 who came up to me and she said, Christine, I wanna let you know that your last name may be Little, but God's gonna do great things through you. And that's what he has for each and every one of us. And I share that as a testimony to you because sometimes we feel like, you know what? I don't have the giftings. I don't have the training. I come from a messy background, but that's who God loves to use the most because he loves to do big things through little things. And that is a, a word for you today. Amen. So don't ever look at yourself in the mirror and say, hey, you know, God still has things to do. God wants to use you right where you are. And that's part of the message that we are sending out in Zambia. I'm going to let you guys go ahead and go forward in the slide because I want to show you where Zambia is. When I found out I was going to Zambia as a missionary, I had no idea where I was going. But uh, this is uh, Zambia. It's in the southern part of Africa. And if you'll go to the next slide, um, we have a lot of challenges there. Zambia is actually a very peaceful nation, but we deal with a lot of poverty. Um, we have a high HIV rate. We have a great lack of uh, medical access for our clients there. Also, there's a struggle with traditional beliefs, witchcraft, um, and we do have a growing influence of Muslim um, population groups coming in. And then another great um, area of need is discipleship. You know, there's been a lot of ministries coming in across Africa doing a lot of evangelism, but then they leave, and people just don't know how to walk with Christ. So, so a lot of our ministry um, with our team in Zambia is discipleship, and one of the ways we're doing that is through women's outreach. 
Um, I'm a family nurse practitioner by trade, and the Lord has allowed me to use my skills over there to open doors to allow churches grow. And one of the ways we're doing that is through a mobile clinic. You'll see in the next slide. We take that out into communities, and we're offering cervical cancer screenings. Sub-Saharan Africa has one of the highest rates of cervical cancer, not only the highest rate, but the highest mortality rate. And it's because it's been lack of um, screening along with the HIV virus um, coupled with the um, HPV virus that actually causes um, cervical cancer. So we're able to go out deep into these communities, offer this health service. I'm actually able to treat pre-cancer right there on the spot, and we have a referral system for those who are more advanced. But in the meantime, we are partnering with our local churches. And most of the time, these are tiny churches meeting in schools um, who have just been planted. And so this is allowed um, the community to realize, hey, this church is here, and they love us, and they care about all our needs, not, our, not only our spiritual needs, but our physical needs. Because Jesus calls us to be his hands and feet. Amen? It's not just verbiage, it's action, as we've already heard all through the service this morning. So it's um, allowing them to be able to reach out to their community. A lot of times they're showing the Jesus film in the evenings, doing door-to-door -door evangelism, doing some prayers and deliverances um, while we're dealing with this physical need. So that's just one of the um, areas. I want to show you this uh, sweet lady. I'm going to call her Anna for now for confidentiality services, but she said I could use her story. She came to me about two years ago, and unfortunately, when I did her exam, she already had advanced cancer. But we were able to revert, refer her to a local hospital, and they were able to do the treatment needed, the surgery needed, and she, this was just a month ago before I came home, she wanted to come by and say, thank you, I'm well, I'm doing fine. And uh, she goes, this is because of God. This is what God is doing in my life. So I just wanted to share that testimony you. I, hundreds of women like this, 10% of the ladies I screen are positive for either pre-cancer or cancer. So we're just so thankful that the Lord has given us the opportunity to use this mode of ministry to reach the hurting and the lost. Another area of ministry we work through is called Community Health Evangelism. And this is a program that we actually equip our local churches to move out of the walls of their church and into the community to, again, to be the hands and feet of Christ. And I wanted to show you a quick video in the next slide. Um, this is a friend of mine, Jerry Ireland, who came out and they did a video of what we do there, just so you can feel like you're there and see what's going on. So if you can go ahead and play that in the next slide. We want to make sure that the people in our churches are not just people who have heard a sermon and prayed a short prayer and converted, but people whose lives have been radically transformed by the gospel. Um, and part of that transformation requires that the people in our churches be sent out into the world uh, to be salt and light. We are the salt of the earth and light of the world. He doesn't say you are the salt of the church and the light of the Christian community. And yet we as Christians spend the majority of our time with fellow Christians. AG Care, we really try to promote solutions that come from within the community. Uh, and, and that local people can um, not only be a part of, uh, but that local people can come up with and own and, and be the, the primary drivers of those, those solutions. CHE is, is a, a, a wonderful program that, that just by giving people some basic knowledge allows them to, to make a difference in their own communities. People of God in the community should radiate with the love of God in such a way that the people around the church 
they come into the church and they want to know why are these people so radically different than everybody else. In Eastern Province alone, 350 Muslims gave their life to, to the Lord by the year 2014. So we see that God is doing things, it's ha things are happening. We see it's not about us, but God, because on our own we cannot do it. You know, when we go into a church or we go into a national church and we meet with pastors, we meet with leaders, we want to be able to put resources into their hands so that the, the knowledge that we've passed on to them and the information that we give them, they can then take it and pass it on to others. If we don't have those resources, then it's unlikely that that information will go beyond that initial contact. Pastors cannot do everything that the church is called to do. There has to be uh, a sharing of responsibilities within the church. But if the pastor doesn't have a vision for compassionate ministries, then the church won't have a vision for compassionate ministries. So even though the pastor isn't the primary one who leads compassionate ministries necessarily, the pastor has to have a vision and a passion for it. The way to, to do that is to introduce pastors during the training process to the biblical foundations of, of compassion. But if we want to see the training spread, if we want to see uh, indigenous movements rise up, and if we want to see spontaneous growth, we need partners. We need people that will partner with AG Care, that will support this ministry, who believe in the ability of local people to make a difference in their communities. God wants to use all our gifts and talents no matter where we are. And the Zambian people have those gifts and talents. And sometimes it's hard to see those things. It's very easy to see the problems around us. And it's hard to see the resources God has put in front of us. So that's part of the training that we do with our local churches. It's help them identify the abilities, the gifts and talents God has given them, but also their local resources. So everything we do is reproducible so that when we move out, they can continue the work. And that's what Che is all about. Um, as they go into homes and do teaching on the physical topics, they're also bringing the word of God. This is a group of gentlemen up in Luingu who finished training. And when they finish and graduate, we give them Bibles in their vernacular language. We have seven national languages in Zambia. And this gentleman you see here, he has never held a Bible in his language. And we passed these out, and uh, during our lunchtime, I looked over because I noticed he wasn't in our group eating with us. He was in the corner. He was literally reading it word by word out loud, just hearing the words of God in his own language. It touched my heart so greatly to see that, and that is the power of God's word. Um, as he was lighting up and reading that um, and, and allowing that to grow in his heart. So... We just thank God for that opportunity. This is another great testimony, a gentleman who was impacted by CHE program. When he heard about CHE program in his community, he was a Jehovah's Witness as well as a drunkard. He had a, pro a drinking problem, and he heard that they were doing this community training. So he started sneaking into the meetings. And would you know, by the end of that training, he was delivered from his drinking problem. He received Jesus Christ as his personal savior. It gets better. And he not only became a CHE volunteer in his community, he ended up on the committee 
and then decide, you know what, God has a call in my life. He went through Bible school. He has planted a church in that community. That is the impact of CHE program. Amen? Yeah.